Hello and welcome to Customer Marketing Catch-Up, the podcast from the Customer Marketing Alliance. In this episode, myself and Kevin Lau, Global Head of Customer Marketing at Adobe, will be discussing all things advocacy. So good morning, Kevin. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Amy, for having me. No problem at all. Um, and the question that I always start the podcast with for, for every guest I've had so far is kind of a bit about your background. So what was the path that led you to, to where you are now? Yeah, so I've had, uh, I guess, a little bit different uh, background in general because I, you know, right out of college, I ended up doing um, some consulting. And early on, um, I wanted to get, you know, more knowledge and expertise in social media. So this is back in the day when, you know, Twitter and Facebook were relatively new as a marketing channel to help drive, you know, awareness and, and lead gen and all that stuff. So I started to do some um, early days, just, you know, taking on different courses and programs so that I could learn some of the fundamentals about like social media marketing. And then I eventually kind of worked into, you know, the corporate world uh, for organizations like Google and AOL. And that's where I started to learn a lot more about like community management and how to build influencer programs and how to engage folks. And then throughout, you know, I used to live in the Bay Area. And so worked at a lot of different startups and organizations. And then most recently that landed me uh, at Marketo, which then got acquired by Adobe. And that's where now I kind of work on all things kind of like customer advocacy, customer marketing. But back then it was, it wasn't really called that. It was very much about like building relationships and relationship marketing, if you want to think of it that way. But that's how I kind of got started and, and where I am today. Awesome stuff. And I often, you know, ask people, what, what is something that you wish people knew about customer marketing or advocacy more generally? Because I think there are a lot of, of myths or misconception about what both of those things are. So is there anything that you wish people knew? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, the interesting thing about the the discipline is that the term customer marketing, customer advocacy is relatively new. Um, it's maybe only existed for probably the past four or five years, you know, if that. Um, and so I think when most people think about it, they might think of it from two different lenses. One is that customer marketing is you're obviously marketing to customers and you might be helping to, you know, drive uh, campaigns like cross-sell upsell. And then I think the other side of it is they think it's very kind of like squishy and it's almost like, okay, these are the folks that are having, are just responsible for sending out swag and, and fun stuff like that. And that's all they do. But obviously there's a, a vast spectrum of things you could do under that kind of umbrella term. Awesome. And I love the fact that you use the word squishy. <laughs> squishy <slightly. Yeah. laughs> um, And kind of leading on from that question, people often use, I think, the terms customer marketing and advocacy, like quite interchangeably. Um, in your experience, kind of where is that line? Like what are, what are the boundaries between the two? Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty vocal about just how I kind of think about the two together. And some companies, some organizations do it similarly, some of them do it differently. But from my perspective, when I think about customer marketing, I really think that there's sort of a three-legged stool of that of what customer marketing is um, focused on. So one of them is customer adoption value realization. So it's about how do you turn your customers into well-adopted, mature users of your products and solutions. 
So they want to continue to advocate and, uh, and stay with you long term. There's an aspect of community, which is both the online forms as well as the idea of community. It's about peer-to-peer -peer networking, it's about learning, it's education, et cetera. And then the third piece is customer advocacy. So I think advocacy in this context is really about how do you turn your customers into raving fans of your products and solutions? But I think it's a subset of the larger discipline of customer marketing, as opposed to being, you know, at the same level of, uh, you know, two different organizations, two different programs, two different things. And so that's kind of how I think of sort of that ecosystem and how they all kind of play together. That's a really, really awesome and helpful definition, actually. Um, and you, you've often before spoken about the three pillars of, of customer advocacy. Could you talk us a bit more through kind of what they are and what they look like? Yeah. And so a lot of this came from just learnings when I would talk to customers, when I would try to identify what are their hot buttons, what are the things that they are most you know, interested in, uh, regardless of what company, product or service you're selling, there are sort of these sort of uh, tenets or ideas that are motivating factors for individuals on like why they should be involved in your programs, why they should do anything um, at the end of the day. And so it kind, of, it kind of goes down to these three areas. One of them is all about personal branding opportunities. And so it's about how can you help them grow, elevate their career, help them make more money, help them get promotions at the end of the day, but as well as you know, just getting more exposure based on the relationship they have with you and your company. The second one is kind of similar, but it's a little bit different. It's about you know, rewards and recognition. And so that could be titles, it could be tangible goods like swag that we talked about. Um, it could be you know, winning an award that your company offers, stuff like that. And then the third piece is really, I think at the heart of it all, it's about peer-to-peer -peer networking. It's allowing your customers opportunities to meet other individuals that are the same like and mind that use your solutions and just talk shop and, and geek out about what they do and how they use your products, right? So I think if you can develop programs and initiatives that are aligned to those three things, then you'll start to have massive success just based on some of the hot buttons that most individuals have. That's really, really helpful. Great sort of lens to, to look at it through. And this is kind of a fun bonus question, but what's the what's kind of the best items of swag? Not necessarily, you know, from Adobe or Marketo, but have you heard about any fun swag? I recently heard about some um, boxes of like chicken, like tenders to get to customers. <laughs> I also heard about dog bandanas. Have you heard about anything cool recently? It was actually, uh, I think it was a Slack discussion going on about it over on the communities. <laughs> You know, the, the swag piece, like it always constantly evolves, but I think the stuff that ends up being, you know, timeless is the stuff that incorporates, um, you know, like an event experience or just an overall experience for the customer. So everyone likes, you know, hoodies, jackets, you know, there's, I probably have a million different water bottles, but I think the stuff that stands out the most is when you can start to customize and personalize it for that individual. And so some of the things that we did, you know, just over, the years that I've been here is that we created like some fun experiential um, opportunities where customers can kind of pick their own uh, Nike shoes as an example. That was like a very successful campaign because it's very it let cool. them, you know, personalize the colors, the ad descriptors on the back of the heel. Um, we did something where we gave away uh, customized Funko Pops. We did another one where the idea was to create sort of like these magazine covers and the, put the person's face on the 
on the poster essentially and then put some stats about them but it was meant to be almost kind of like mimic a sports illustrated or you know a, a cover that you know people see on the newsstands seriously cool some great examples i would love a funker pop or some nike trainers really great ideas um <laughs> Going on to sort of the, the more metrics and measurement side of things, you know, people say, you know, customer marketing is notoriously difficult to measure. Um, what would you say is kind of the best metric or the best place to get started when you're thinking about how to measure your efforts with, with advocacy? Yeah, so metrics has been one of those things that we as sort of an industry have struggled with historically for as long as I've been here. And practicing it as well. And I think the problem is that, you know, what I mentioned a little bit earlier about the squishiness, it, it kind of goes, it's related to this in the sense that um, most practitioners of customer marketing, they focus so much on the relationship, but when it comes to making data-driven decisions, they're a little bit soft when it comes to thinking about numbers and hard ROI. And I think historically, that's also why most demand organizations have typically received the bulk, if not the majority of, you know, revenue, budgets, headcount, resources, what, whatever, because they're actually showing, you know, direct impact pipeline towards, you know, driving new business, influencing prospects become opportunities and whatnot, right? So um, when it comes down to customer marketing, I think you have to kind of think about it from an entire view of like, what is it that you're ultimately trying to do to help influence the customer journey and to influence whether it's influencing new business or customer retention at the end of the day, because they are very different depending on what your your focus areas are for your particular team. Um, I talk a lot about just sort of the, the spectrum of ways you could do it, everything from measuring your individual programs, like your reference program, your peer reviews, your customer rewards. But if you want to think holistically, which is about how to tell a much larger story and impact story, that tells like, you know, how all of your programs are influencing customer retention and positively decreasing churn. And I think the North Star is being able to, to show and, and illustrate um, that essentially your customer advocacy programs or customer marketing programs are positively reducing churn over time. And there's a lot of things on the back end on how you can do that, whether it's tying in, you know, your Salesforce instances, your um, whatever CRM you're using, your marketing automation solutions, and all the various MarTech solutions to kind of bring that together, essentially kind of build out a dashboard or a score that can help tell that story for you. Um, obviously, if you're a smaller team with maybe one to two people, it's a little bit more challenging, but you start with baby steps. And that's exactly where we began. Um, you know, we didn't have a lot of team members at the very beginning. And so we had to kind of figure this out but almost like prioritizing what's most critical based on what the business needs and decisions are. Some really awesome advice there for, for people getting started. Thank you. Um, and just to kind of round things off a little bit, what are kind of the biggest lessons you've learned in your work so far? Um, biggest lessons, man. Um, yeah, it's a big question, sorry. <laughs> I would say sometimes we forget just how important developing cross-functional relationships can be. And for a company that, you know, working at a company like Adobe where it has 30,000 employees, I feel like sometimes I spend more than 50% of my, job, my time just educating internal teams, the value 
what our team does because you're just kind of spending a lot of cycles just kind of getting to know folks. The other side, of course, is really about engaging customers. But I think that's one piece that's just that can't be overstated enough is just spend it as much time as needed to educate your stakeholders so they understand the value that you bring to the organization and how they could partner with you. I think the other thing is the metrics piece that we just kind of covered. You know, that's something that can sometimes take years to kind of develop and refine. But I think if you start to begin with the end in mind as far as how are you going to make an impact with your programs before you even develop them and launch them and how you're going to report out on them, then you're going to be more successful, I think, at the end of the day. And that's going to help you lead to, you know, the next journey of getting, you know, promotions and all that other stuff. Because I think that's what, you know, everyone's kind of thinking about at the end of, at the, as sort of like their goal and objectives. Awesome, cool stuff. Thanks so much, Kevin. And I know you've got a lot of stuff like in the pipeline stuff going on. Is there anything you want to do a cheeky plug at the end? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm developing a uh, customer marketing, customer advocacy uh, certification program. Um, and that's going to be launching uh, probably by the time that this podcast gets released, it'll already be out of the marketplace. But um, for anyone that's interested, uh, it'll be part of the Customer Success Collective. And um, I'll be sharing it a lot, probably on social media. And I'm, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I can say that I got a sneak peek and it's great. So <laughs> it's really, really awesome course. So much value in there. So yeah, huge thanks from me, Kevin. Some, some great insights. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah, no, thanks again for the opportunity.